Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. We are jumping straight into our topic today, uh, Guilty yeah. Pleasures. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I feel like everyone knows what Guilty Pleasures are. Like, I feel like it's a pretty common term. Colloquialism, is that the right word? Yes, it is. That is correct. I think I butchered it, though. Um, but Colloqu- colloquialism? It's a tough one to say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. It's just wow. that third or fourth syllable there really gets you. Yeah. Well, we'll leave both of our butcherings in, so listeners can have a good chuckle. Uh, but I, I figured I looked up the definition uh, so that we could all be on the same page about this. Uh, it's something such as a movie, television show, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. Um, feel like that sums up a guilty pleasure pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I can add to it that one that I found said that it brings pleasure, um, but often regarded as things that are taboo, unadvisable, or lowbrow. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, lowbrow. I know. Wow. <laughs> You should feel shame and embarrassment that you enjoy these things is essentially what they're telling us. Yeah. Some normal people would in my case, but not me. Nope. No, we're letting our guilty pleasure flags fly. Um, But I think before we get into what some of our guilty pleasures are, are there things that you feel like you should be able to enjoy guilt-free you know, there are things that most people find highbrow or guilt-free pleasures that you just don't enjoy. Like the opposite? Yeah. You're saying? Of, yeah, okay. like the opposite. The opposite of a guilty pleasure? I mean, there's certain things that people seem to like that I just can't make myself like. Does that count? As yeah, a- for sure. Yeah. Um, chocolate cake. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I- that's okay. like one of, I don't know what it is about cake. I feel like it just is brown cake. Does not there's nothing chocolate about it. I don't like chocolate cake either. I'm vanilla cake all the way or like a, you know, a nice lemon cake or dolce de leche, you know, something with a little personality, but I don't I don't like chocolate cake or chocolate frosting. Yeah. Ugh. You know that scene in Matilda where he's like tackling that cake? I want to vomit when I watch that <laughs> for many reasons, but just the idea of that cake, I'm just like, ugh, what a terrible way to have chocolate. Yeah, I also don't like chocolate ice cream, really. Like, I like pieces of chocolate in ice cream, but I don't mm-hmm. like the ice cream flavor to be chocolate. Agreed. Same. Wow. But I love chocolate. It's so weird. I knew I loved you for a reason, Mayor. You and I, same page, same sentiments about chocolate. Cake friends. <laughs> yeah. I um, <clears throat> I was thinking about this, and I'm like, I don't know that this counts, but exercise came to mind. I really have to, like, get myself to exercise. Uh, and that's something that I think you should be able to enjoy guilt-free that I really um, just don't enjoy. And I know they tell you to try different forms of exercise until you find one you enjoy, which in, in some fairness, I enjoy yoga. Um, but that's about it. I really have to kind of force myself 
But according to Elle Woods, um, exercise releases endorphins. Uh, and endorphins make happy people, and happy people don't kill their husbands. So, I, you know, I'm trying to exercise. Uh, I mean, I might support that a little bit, although I don't care about anybody's husband at all. Kill them for all I care, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's your prerogative. You got to do what you got to do. Um, another one of mine would probably be sleeping, like staying in bed all day. I don't want to do that at all. Mm, I wish I could sleep in a bit. Like I would love to be able to sleep in, but I... Seven is about the latest I can make it. I'm usually up by six. Seven's the latest. And my body's just like, time to get up. Yeah. But there are people who are like, oh, I just laid in bed all day. And I'm just, I don't think I could ever, like, really do it. Unless I was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I don't yeah. think, um, I guess, though, I've had pretty lazy days where I just kind of bum around and sweats, But I still, like come out into my living room and kitchen and move about it's not a full day in bed yeah it, it, it's something about staying in in a bed all day that makes me feel like that's it seems depressing to me I don't care what's on the tv Hmm. yeah I know it does seem depressing I also don't have a tv in my bedroom um I just I granted I live by myself so it's I don't really need multiple TVs, uh, but I, I had I upgraded my TV a year or two ago. I don't know, maybe like three or four years ago. Who knows with pandemic time? But um, I could have moved that older, smaller TV into my bedroom. I I sold it because um, I had just no desire to have a TV in my room. I feel like it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I had one in my bedroom for years. Um... My last partner really liked watching TV in bed. And I would watch it too, but I, I think when I finally was able to make the decision for myself, I was kind of like, I fall asleep immediately when I turn this thing on. And if I turn it on and I don't fall asleep, then it's keeping me up. So yeah, not, not really my type of thing. So mine's in my closet now. Yeah, TV in the bedroom, uh, falling asleep to TV, not, not my guilty pleasures. Me neither. I'm not falling asleep if I'm watching TV. Well, on the couch I will, but not in bed. Well, I guess then uh, maybe we should get into some of our guilty pleasures. Uh, do Let's you... do it. I'll, I'll kick us off here. I feel like I always yeah. throw the questions to you and make you lead us off. So I'll... You kick it off. Yeah, you I'll got this. Off. Um, if you've listened to episodes or if you know me personally, this is not a huge surprise for years, I was closeted about this, uh, but now I, I'm out and proud. Uh, I love Survivor. I've seen all 43 seasons. Many of them I've seen multiple times. Um, I could list you every single person who's ever won it and probably do them in order. I was at a party, little house gathering a couple months ago, and somehow my Survivor, you know, love came out to the group and one of them was like who won uh season 27 and at first I was like it might have been Natalie Anderson and I was like no she was I think 28 I think it was Tyson Apostle my friend beside me <laughs> Marcy she like looks on her phone and then just quietly puts it down she's like yeah it was Tyson you're right 
That's amazing, though, because, I mean, they're not, like, celebrity celebrities where you would just be, keep hearing. I mean, they are probably to you. Yeah, you I was about to say, you you shut your mouth. <laughs> they are celebrities to me. But, I mean, like, the whole world is probably not, like, putting them, like, their name out there constantly, like every other um, series or whatever that happens. Agreed. I mean, outside, I feel like maybe the first, most people know, like, Richard, if, if you're of a certain age when the very first Richard. Survivor aired yeah. i think most people because it was like one of the most watched tv shows of all time at, at the time and um so most people i feel like know richard hatch but yeah it's every year probably dwindled in popularity but i and a few others are still holding strong we've got our online mm. communities and yes i'm active in them uh yeah Survivor. When when was the first um, season of Survivor? I think it was two thousand. Really? So, yeah. See, so it feels like forever. If like, but I guess two thousand was twenty two years ago. Uh-huh. Oh. So there's Fuck. been forty three <laughs> seasons, and they missed. They do two seasons a year, um, and they missed one, maybe. Two, at least one season during the early pandemic they didn't film it might have been two seasons they missed but otherwise two seasons a year since 2000 awesome interesting is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it kind of is because i would not have known any of that information so yes thank you liz always teaching me something yeah so if anyone is out there looking for someone with survivor knowledge for their trivia team I am happy to round out the team. I can bring the knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I guess along the lines of like um, TV shows that people don't watch or probably make fun of, I, I I like watching the Gilmore Girls. I know that's like so far. What's going on over there? I'm okay. sorry. I've got, I've got, you know, Walter's joining the pod. Kitty paws. Everyone, in case... Um, in case you hear some strange noises, I've tried to remove him a few times, but he insists on laying right next to the microphone. Uh, that's what we're dealing with. He's he's in an uproar about the Gilmore Girls. I know it's the most far-fetched show on earth, and it's so far from what my life probably was, and I think that's why I like it, because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is just a, an escape. Um, yeah, but it's a guilty pleasure. It's, and I think that was a 2000s show, too. So maybe something about that era. Yeah. I'm sure, like, some of it's nostalgia for us, right? Because that was, like, we were coming of age around the turn of the millennium. It's like the, I guess the whole premise of, like, it being a small town in Connecticut. I'm from a small town in Connecticut, and my experience of what they had is absolutely the opposite. So I'm just, like, I think there's some hopes and dreams and all of that. And I'm like, oh... That's what everyone thinks about a quaint town in Connecticut. And mm-hmm. that's not what I experienced. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is very picturesque, their little town. Um, I, I So I feel like that's not something that's maybe originally was not a guilty pre- pleasure. Like when it first aired, I think a lot of people watched it. It was a pretty popular oh, show. Yeah. I yeah. think you're right. It's like the binge watching it. I don't know how many times you've seen it through. I don't even know if you know how many times you've watched it. I don't know. When's my last nervous breakdown? That was probably it. (laughs) Last week? Yesterday? (laughs) Love it. Love it. 
Um, well, Walter did want to share his guilty pleasure. He doesn't do it anymore because I've purposely set my desk up so that when I'm on camera, it faces the wall behind me. But in the early pandemic days, you know, when we were we were trying to figure it all out. I was not set up this way. And Walter loved to get on some sort of a surface behind me, so like a couch or a table, and facing camera, just spread his legs and clean his private areas at that exact moment of my Zoom call. <laughs> that is that is definitely a Walter guilty pleasure. But he can't do it anymore, so it's not his guilty pleasure? Or does he still do it, but he's facing you? Yeah, he does it still. He faces me. And I think this is now probably why he um, gets up and, and lays in my way, like lays across the laptop, lays over the microphone, because it's like a little bit of resistance that he can no longer be on the Zoom looking as uh, missing balls. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, he's neutered. It's for the best, buddy. Bob yeah, Barker said for us to do that back <laughs> in the day. Uh, well, uh, my next guilty pleasure is kind of like a, a twofer. So every, probably every day so far in 2023, I maybe have missed one day. But I have been um, taking an evening bath, you know, with some Epsom salt and Ooh. I've been uh, reading some romance books that I got from Amazon. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, maybe not like Fabio romance type books. They're, uh, you know, they're a little more modern day. And I don't think they have as much smut in them as those uh, Fabio ones used to have. You know what I'm talking about? The one where Fabio was always on the cover. I mean, I know the covers. I can't say that I've ever read a romance novel. I hadn't either until sometime late last year, and mm -hmm. I have rationalized reading them because you know Stacey Abrams, who ran for governor of Georgia. Yeah, very you know well-educated, intelligent woman who like runs all of these um, you know get out the vote type organizations. I think she may be a lawyer by education. That might be wrong though. Anyways, she secretly writes romance novels under a pen name. I think it's Selena Montgomery is her pen name. She's written and published like 10, 11 romance novels. And I saw her in an interview, you know, um, basically justifying, because I, th I think they're considered lowbrow, right? They're not highbrow. Yeah. And she was like, they're important part of literature. And, you know, she writes black characters and she's like it's obviously important to have representation in the romance genre uh and so i'm like well if stacy abrams enjoys romance novels i can enjoy romance novels uh and i read one like i said last year for the first time and they're just easy breezy you don't it, it's like you know those tv shows you turn on so that you could just kind of escape and not have to think that's like that they're the equivalent genre for me i don't have to think a lot I can just get suckered into the story. It's a little bit predictable. You do start seeing like the formula to them, but like, whatever. They're nice escapism. Yeah, I'm I'm in for it. Yeah, good for you. And and a bath. I know. You treat yourself, girl. I know. If 2022 was all about the year of Kleenex, 2023 is going to be the year of Epsom salt for me. I'm like keeping. 
Epsom salt afloat. Uh, I think I've gone through like four bags already so far in 2023. You must have at least a, a bathtub that feels like worth laying in. Mine does not like it's it. It's not going to do it for me. You know what I mean? It's decent. I mean, it could be like a bigger one with jets, but it's not bad. And I keep that thing pristine. I like scrub that thing. I want it to be ready when I need it. <laughs> it's my baby. Yeah, it's my baby. Um, yeah. I mean, one of my guilty pleasures, I guess, is like exfoliant, like those sugar scrubs. Ooh. And I know it says to use them once a week, but I'm I'm using that shit every other day. It's happening, and I have not had a single complaint about this soft skin at all. However, it's probably not the best for my skin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as long as I think you aren't feeling rubbed raw, which feels very wrong to say those words, but right? Like, as long as you're not (laughs) feeling that I mean, it depends who you are. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a guilty pleasure of mine is that type of like, I don't know. I feel like rubbed raw might feel good for me. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> when I feel that layer of skin come off of me and now what, is it January now? Yeah, it's January. Um, my my tan faded completely out. I think it's, it's the exfoliation. I've done it. Mm. I probably could use some of that on my feet. That's so I only get pedicures during the summer because I don't know like uh, what, what am who's seeing my feet in the winter here but then it feels horrible so that first pedicure I don't think I went in all of 2020 and so when I finally went in 2021 I feel like they got off the cheese grater you know what I'm talking about oh yeah and they're not shy about letting you know when it's been too long either they're like damn oh yeah there was shame way yeah shaming was involved uh so i i should probably get on this body scrubbing maybe maybe more not the guilty pleasure level more the reasonable person (laughs) level (laughs) yeah get you some what i use dr teal's um it's a hemp one it Uh smells really good it doesn't make me break out and I have really sensitive skin. So if you're doing if I'm recommending a product. Yeah. Not sponsored, but call us, Dr. Teals. Get you some. Yeah, they don't pay us. I don't know why. I will say I actually use Dr. Teal's Epsom salt. So like really, Dr. Teals, you should probably call us because we're plugging you. Definitely. And send me some more product. Um, because I'm go I'm going broke here, please. <laughs> yeah. Or that. We'll take that as well. Um Oh, I, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm with you. I think that's a good one. I like that. Uh, well, maybe something that really is not justifiable, but is a guilty pleasure, is uh, procrastinating. I love me some good procrastination. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say I do, too. And it's almost a little bit thrilling sometimes where you're like... I'm going to get this done at the wire, and I don't really... I mean, I know I could get it done now, but I'll get it done later. <laughs> I know. I know. There is. Like, I, you do get a little bit of a, a, a rush, a rush when you're getting something for work done under the wire. I will say work is probably the area I'm least likely to procrastinate, but I do still procrastinate there. Um, personal life, like things like, you know, upkeep of the home... You know, I can procrastinate. Uh, 
Yeah. Like I recently did my blinds and there was, uh, Ooh. I'm ashamed to admit how much dust I've collected on those suckers. Uh, <laughs> to think about throwing them away yes. and starting new. I did. <laughs> I actually did. It's like, how much would it cost to replace all these? How many sets of blinds do I have? Um, yeah, it was. But then when I got it done, I just like, I sometimes stand near a window and just stare at them. So I'm like, look at these things. Oh, all, I, I took them down and like washed them blind by blind to get all of the, the dust off of it. I need to do that to mine because when I got this place tiled, I yeah. mean, I got all this furniture out. I put it in a U-Haul. I got the, the appliances out. But I don't know if they used the tile saw inside the apartment. I'm convinced that they did because I still find like that murky clay colored oh. tile yeah. dust in spots after I know I've wiped it. So, I mean, I wish I had taken my blinds down. That's the story of that because I do feel mm. like it's endless. As soon as I get some off, I'm like, is it coming through the air handler? I don't know. Hmm. Well, taking the blinds off before next time, it's a, it's, it's a good lesson that I'm sure you will forget by the next time you retile. Uh, I am never retiling in here. I'll be dead and gone for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your, uh, what's your next one? Um, I mean, my two, this is like a coupling because they kind of work against each other, but caffeine and an early bedtime are two of my guilty pleasures and they just work against each other all the time. Mm. As soon as I see that sun go down, I'm like, it is time for bed. <laughs> and now it's, what, 6.30? I'm like, I could get in there right now. I know. It's really hard. Uh, it's really hard in the winter, especially when it's cold out, to, f to force myself to get outside. So I do, I do feel that guilty pleasure of, like, putting on sweats and calling it a night at 4, 4.30 when the sun sets here in Chicago. Yeah. I'm like, well... It's a night for me. It's a wrap. Uh, what's your What's your caffeine like? What What levels of caffeine are we talking about for this guilty pleasure? I mean, if I had it my way, I would just drink it all day. But um, I have to cut myself off by noon now. I'm like, no, because then I will not sleep. Mm. I'll still fall asleep early, but it'll be like <laughs> I'll open my eyes at ten forty five, and I'm like, well, let's start this day. And I've been asleep for like an hour and a half. So, yeah, those are the things. And as far as, like, it being a guilty pleasure to go to sleep early, I guess it's just, like, people expect you to go out and do things at night. And I even had, like, my friend tell me, like, you know, when you're dating, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, listen, if, if, if I got to date somebody who wants to go out at 11 o'clock, it's not going to work out. It's just we're not, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say that you should, you know, indicate some of your, like, non-negotiables, like, right on <laughs> your dating profile. Like, just lay it out there because you don't want to waste your time. And I'm similar to you. Like, I'm a morning person. I think I just need to lay it out that, like, I'm not going to lay in bed with you past 7. And uh, I am probably going to be in bed at 9.30. So... This is who I am. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, cheating. most often. I mean, there are definitely going to be times where I would break that, but I'm like, 
I like getting a well rest. I like getting up early. I like going to my five o'clock Orange Theory class, and that's it. I guess Orange Theory would be a guilty mm-hmm. pleasure for me as well, because people do not typically think that that would be a good time. Mm. I, well, you know, it's exercise, and <laughs> exercise gives you endorphins, and. <laughs> endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't kill their husbands marinella you know uh, i mean one of my guilty pleasures used to be getting crossfaded and since i don't do that anymore <laughs> i need to do other things yeah oh man i really you know it's a shame you do orange theory and not crossfit so there'd be some sort of like from crossfaded to crossfit uh you could like <laughs> it's like a rehab <laughs> yeah <laughs> You could coach people on how to make that journey. They're like, you know, fuck the twelve steps. We're doing twelve burpees. Get down. <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, unrelated to exercise, uh, my next guilty pleasure is eating peanut butter and Nutella uh, cookie butter. Uh, you know, oh like Trader Joe's cookie butter. If you're familiar, but eating that, you know with a spoon just going into that jar getting myself a heaping and we're not i don't pick the small spoon i pick the largest spoon i have in my drawer i pile that stuff up heaping levels heaping and then i just eat it are you doing combination like i don't keep nutella in the house for that reason because i will eat the whole jar um but like are you going like a little bit of peanut butter add some nutella on top of that or are you doing separate oh i gotta be honest with you i had never considered doing a combo attack <sighs> and uh <laughs> i may need to I, I think i will be testing that out i truthfully well i guess i always have peanut butter and almond butter but i typically i don't have them all the time and i would almost never have nutella is not vegan but i get like a vegan knockoff um and cookie butter. I would never have them at the same time, but I do always have peanut butter. So I, I really think uh, I'll report back. I'm going to go in for a combo soon and I'll report back on What's it. What's in the Nutella that makes it not vegan? Is it? It's got some okay. dairy, some okay, milk in it. I don't know if it was. Yeah. Um, uh, it's got liver and. I was like, um, Is there egg in this? <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Fish eggs, row. Yep. Fish eggs. Tastes great. I don't liver. care. Pile Our it on. Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Oh, what uh, what do you got next? Um, guilty pleasure Zillow browsing. Ooh, yes, that's <gasps> you I know from too. when I'm like, you know what, I'm done with St. Pete, I'm out of here. Where can I go and get a house for a hundred thousand dollars? And I see, and then I'm like, I guess I'll stay right here because I'm not living there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're so you browse like within a budget that you're you find appropriate and you just look for places you could live within that budget and then like what the houses would look like yeah like i'll stick a state in there and i'll put like a, a certain budget and see what i can find in some states you can find like um kansas city a lot of places in kansas city super affordable but like i've been to kansas city and i'm willing to bet you i don't want to live there and that's yeah fine. yeah i bet you detroit has some pretty affordable housing <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, so I, I'm going to get, 
back to what my Zillow browsing is, but I actually saw a woman who took um, a, uh, she bought like a $10,000 house in, what's the, somewhere in West Virginia, I can't think of the town's name, it's right on the Ohio River, I've I've been there, it's it's kind of a dying town though, so I I don't think her... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that her... But anyway, she has been slowly renovating it and like with an aesthetic toward turn of the century when the house was built. And I will say it is fucking incredible. I think she's got an Instagram. If I can find her name, I just saw her on YouTube because somebody did um, like a YouTube with her and they they went through and did like before and afters. But she has a Instagram where she details out you know all the updates she's making renovations I will say it's like incredible and I think I think she said that she's only put in like a hundred thousand dollars in renovations and she got the house for ten thousand so you're still talking only you know like 110 and it's gorgeous like what she's it's really it's beautiful um but my Zillow is more like if I hit you know, when those Powerballs get up to like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a billion dollars, I'm like, okay, so obviously I'm buying a house in Chicago and then I'm going to buy a house like somewhere in Montana. And and so I start going down all these locations in which I would love to live and like what type of a house would I get? And then sometimes I'm like, maybe I'll get like a yacht. What type of small yacht could I get? And has that yachts. is where my... No, oh, no, okay. I have to go off the Zillow and then I really have, you know, <laughs> gone down the rabbit hole a bit too far. But that's that's my Zillow or even in Chicago, I'll just see what you can buy for like $5 million or $10 million. Maybe that's my maybe that's my problem. Maybe it all starts with my Zillow brows. I need to be up in it and dreaming big yeah. instead of yeah. like looking at cut and run. <laughs> absolutely I'm telling you that's when you get really into the guilty pleasure you're like okay like I would set you know this room would just be my like Walter's room to look his balls that aren't there like that would be his dedicated room for it and then this room would be I mean you can really go into the fantasy of it I think the closest I've done to that was like researching those houses in Italy that are like super cheap that but <clears throat> they're trying to like resurrect a town and you need to like get mm-hmm. all the infrastructure and I'm just thinking to myself this is actually very doable and I would love this mm-hmm. what's that movie with Diane Lane under under the Tuscan sun is that it have you seen that movie yeah yep I've seen it I love that movie but that's kind of like she goes to Italy buys like a house that needs a bunch of renovations and updates it um, yeah there is something that's like it's yeah it's like one of the others I either want to buy the most ridiculous expensive house you could imagine or I love daydreaming about buying like a house that needs a ton of work and how I would how I would do that work and our compound dream that we have as a, a a union that one day we'll all live on a compound oh, our own little yes. houses or trailers or whatever the hell it is listeners my college girlfriends and I that Marinelle and I talk about all the time we've we've got this dream to live on a compound together um yeah and basically all be each other's neighbors have a bunch of land the dream has 
you know, sometimes we do think about Italy. I think sometimes we've just thought about like moving on Ariel's land and all building on Ariel's land. Yeah, probably would be really good. I don't know if I can be around that many more Italians. I mean, I've had enough. <laughs> it's a lot. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. And Ariel's land seems more like practical uh, or attainable. Like it's a goal that seems attainable. Yeah. So, um, I mean, she doesn't know. We haven't fully run this past her at the moment but uh <laughs> we're just showing I mean, up one day <laughs> we just we just come in with a tractor and uh just a start. baby on my hip that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh the dream yeah well that is uh that's all the guilty pleasures i wrote down did you have any more you want to share um roasting in the sun i mean i know it's terrible for you but i love the feeling i mm. sure do especially after a good exfoliation <laughs> then i really, really let the it. skin <laughs> get that fresh layer get the, let the sun get that fresh layer of skin um oh i will say i miss you don't you don't quite get the feel like you do when you're in florida on a beach you can't quite get the feel here at the lake but the way the sun warms your skin, oh, there is mm-hmm. something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dreaming of it already. It, I mean, I could go right down to the beach, but I'm like, it's, it's not time yet. It's time for no. me to be pasty. It's pasty yeah. time for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, yeah, this is the time. Be patient. Be patient. It's not peak season yet. You can wait. <laughs> yeah. God, I think that's all my guilty pleasures, yeah. All right. I mean, there's well, probably think... more, but that's all I can think of for right now. That's all I'm feeling Yeah, oh, I'm about. sure I have. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm sure I have more. I guess I could throw out, like, another TV show is uh, Fuckboy Island, and I really hope they come back with season three. I'm not what? into... <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you not heard me talk about Fuckboy Island? I don't think so. I'd Well, it's like F-Boy Island is what it's you know listed as it's an hbo show um but it's a bit of a twist on those dating shows because i'm not into like the bachelor franchise or i don't even know what all those different dating shows are called i you know what i mean they never seem to work out so i mean yeah and i just i always feel like the women are kind of pitted against each other and I don't know they always give me icky feelings when I watch it like I can't escape into them because I'm like I just feel icky uh yeah. but but fuckboy island takes <laughs> you have three women and they date these men but there's like a layer to it where they're trying to suss out which men are there for genuine reasons and which ones are there because they're just like fuck boys and they want to try to sleep with the women and and the women kind of work together so they're not at all pitted against each other they're like oh you know i wouldn't trust dan he seems like a fuck boy so it's it's um i can escape into it and it's just like kind of funny you know because like sounds really funny it sounds like a great relaxing time for me yeah, there's two seasons out on HBO, and also Nikki Glaser hosts it, and she is one of my favorite comedians, and she, like, you know, shits on the men occasionally, and I'm just, I'm here for it. So I really hope they come out with a third season. I don't know if they will, because it's been, like, two or three years, so I'm I'm not sure, but I love it. Um, 
But I thought we could close out with any guilty uh, pleasures that you're leaving behind in 2022. So things you used to do that you're trying to move on from. Guilty pleasures that I'm leaving behind. I guess saying yes too often. That was like a, I don't know if that was a guilty pleasure, but I'm leaving that behind. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, who is it? Shonda Rhimes did that book, My Year of Yes. It's like, that's a great concept, Shonda, but it's my year of no. Uh, she no, said yes for a I'm year? Oh, it. God, no. I I might be wrong on who wrote the book, but I thought it was Shonda Rhimes. Um, I really might be wrong on that. But yeah, there's someone who wrote a book called My Year of Yes, where they just like embrace saying yes to everything. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of that, so I'm good. I'm like ready to be like, no, I don't want to hang out, actually. I don't want to do that. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. My year, Marinella Mazzucato, my year of no. <laughs> um, How about you? Well, yeah, the one I'm looking to, and I'm like, I'm almost a little ashamed to admit this one, but we're, we're owning up to it. I am leaving behind ordering delivery from restaurants that are less than a mile away. Uh, yeah, uh, there is in particular a vegan restaurant near me that is probably just under a mile it's like a 12 minute walk uh and i am ashamed to admit how often i've ordered delivery instead of just like fucking walking over there and picking it up and walking it back home so uh i'm leaving that guilty pleasure behind i mean you're talking to a floridian we don't walk anywhere for anything you know this and you know this (laughs) (laughs) we know this (laughs) I'm driving. I, I mean, a mile? I'm, I'm getting in my fucking car. Because <laughs> what am I going to do when I want to eat it? Walk back for 12 minutes? That's crazy. <laughs> the funny thing is, honestly, like with Chicago, probably not in my the neighborhood I currently live in, but in some neighborhoods, you really couldn't get that much closer. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like the parking spot would probably be the same distance as your house. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm still walking 12 minutes to my car. Um, That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I gotta stop. Like the fact that I pay, you know, because it's not just the delivery fee. These fucking apps have like the service fee, the delivery fee, some other fee. Then there's the tip to the driver, and you're like, how did I? I I paid three times as much for all those fees and tip than I paid for the actual meal so I bet no I more often, yeah is it, is it like uber eats you use like somebody uber eats me some food to be sweet last week and I was like this probably cost him $60 to get this fresh kitchen diced chicken three cookies and that's so sweet though it was it was angelic but I wouldn't have done it for me not for that much hell no <laughs> Yeah, I've done, yeah, like Uber Eats is here. There's also like uh, DoorDash and um, Grubhub. I mean, we've got a couple different ones and I, I've i got a few different apps for it. But if it's less than a mile, I'm committing to walking and getting it myself. I'm holding you to it. I need someone to hold me accountable. 
holding myself accountable is not I don't know that's not a guilty pleasure that's just something I'm incapable of doing so I need uh I need some outside accountability I'll hold you accountable for that you make sure I'm not agreeing to a damn thing for anything you got it your year of no I'm on it Perfect. You heard it here, folks. This is the last episode of the podcast. Marinella has said no to recording any more episodes. We're done. We'll see you in 2024. Still follow us on Instagram, though. <laughs> yeah. And please uh, leave a review if you like us. <laughs> but but again, we'll see you in 2024. Yeah, see you then. <laughs> oh, no, we can't close off that way, can we? Yeah, we can. Goodbye. <laughs>